All right, so my timer's up. We're getting ready to jump into this tonight. So I'm excited as always. I've got one hour and 58 seconds to deliver to you what God has given to me. So I'm going to get started tonight. So I want to say welcome to our Christ-centered leadership and personal development class. I'm your host, uh, Apostle Martin Wilson, and my goal during these classes is to equip you so that when you so that you can be that person that can see the need and add value to other people. We are multipliers, multipliers, multipliers. So tonight we've been dealing in this series about the multipliers, multipliers for those of you that might be new. Multipliers are those that add value to other people. God bless you, Minister Leek. God bless you. Thank you so much. So we're going to get into this. We're going to dig into it. We're talking about the law of the big mo, multipliers with momentum. And, the, and what momentum is, momentum is the quantity of motion, the quantity. Somebody please put that on the screen. It's the quantity of motion, the quantity of motion. That's, that's, that's really good. We're going to see why that's so important. The quantity of motion of a body or anything that is moving, it, it, it's measured as the, as a, a, a product's mass and its velocity. How, how, not only how fast is it, is it moving, but how powerful is it when it's moving? Listen, how many, oh, I see it. I see y'all, you guys are putting it on the screen. Those of you that might be new with us. Listen, one thing that we do is we participate by writing on the screen, texting it on the screen. How many on the screen tonight? If you would, if, if, if I could introduce you to someone that would be a good BFF, a good friend to you, would you be interested? If you're interested, I want to see you put one on the screen. I want to see you put one on the screen. If you would be interested in having a new BFF, somebody that would push you, someone that would cause you that when you show up in life, you would show up better than what you really are just because you got this friend in your life. If that's anyone, let me see. Let me see. I see one. I see Sister Shay. I see it. I see the ones. Listen, listen. Dr. John Maxwell calls momentum a leader's best friend. And listen, you don't have to be a leader over people, but you, someone's watching you. Someone is being influenced by your life. And listen, your best friend is going to be momentum. I dare somebody to put on the screen, Dr. Dr. Hopper, God bless you. Somebody write this on the screen. I need that friend. I need that friend. I need momentum in my life. I need it. Listen, we're in a new year. We talked about this on last year, on last week. We talked about how uh, a lot of times we set uh, 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 ideas and plans for the new year. And we, you know, in the church, we like to say things like, this is going to be my best year ever. But I really think, I really think that I found the secret to you not only having your best year ever, but it being the beginning of the best of the rest of your life, the best of the rest of your life. And the key is momentum. Let me see somebody put momentum on the screen. Momentum. Listen, listen, when you have momentum, everything is exaggerated. Everything is exaggerated. Everything is magnified. In other words, the big mo causes you to look and to perform better than what you really are. I don't know about you, but I want to be able to show up and I want to be able to perform and do the things that God's calling me to do. And I want to be better than what I really am. I want it to be God's God's super on my natural. Somebody, my, somebody better get this tonight. Listen, when you see people, that are successful in life and that are successful in ministry, it's because they have momentum. They're not the people that are successful are not hitting and missing. They're consistent. Somebody put, put the word consistent on the screen. They're consistent. They're not hitting. They're not missing. They're, they're not, they're not in today and out tomorrow. They're, they're moving forward in the things in their life that is going to make them better. Listen, those of you that 
that uh, are watching, please understand the, the leaders of Exalted Word Ministry. Uh, we, we've been pushing for each and every one of them to get a growth plan for the year, something that they're reading, something that they're studying, something that they're learning that is going to make them better. If you ever going to be successful in anything in life, you're going to have to ask God to give you a clear understanding of momentum. Momentum. Listen, just think about how different you feel on Friday evening versus how you feel on Monday morning. Just think about that. How different you feel on Friday evening versus how you feel on Monday morning. And the difference is not just today. The difference has nothing to do with the specific day, but the difference is your motivation. Somebody, that's a new word. Somebody put that on the screen. Motivate. Hey, Sister Kim, God bless you. Somebody put that on the screen. Motivation. When you talk about momentum, momentum and motivation go hand in hand. You've got to find out what motivates you. Motivation is the reason or the reasons that you have to act and behave in a particular manner. Listen, we said that the big mo. For those of you that just may be coming in, we said that the big mo motivation, uh, momentum is the great exaggerator. It is also the magnifier. Somebody put that on the screen. It's a magnifier. When you when you when you got momentum, it makes you show up and perform not only better but bigger. You're able to do more than what you would be able to do just in your normal capacity. Listen. Let me, let me talk to the men. Let me talk. Uh, no, I won't say men. I won't, I, won't, I won't discriminate. Let me talk to the sports fans. Let me talk to the sports fans. Let me talk to those of you that like sports. Listen, how many have ever heard the commentator say they're playing above their head? Anybody, anybody ever heard that? If you've heard that tonight, hey, Miss Largent, hometown in town. Hey, oh, Kelly, Kelly, Kelly. Listen, how many have ever been watching a, a, a football game or a basketball game and the commentator says they're playing above their head? If you've ever heard that, hit, hit the hit the hit the uh, 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 the thumbs up. Hit the thumbs up. If you've if you've ever heard the commentator say they're playing above their head, how many have ever heard that? Listen, what that commentator is saying, what that means is they're playing better than they really are. They're playing beyond their skill set. In other words, they're probably at that time, they're probably playing a team that is much better than them, but they're playing above their head. They're winning. And listen, if, 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 if motivation is the great uh, 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 exaggerator, the opposite is also true. You got to understand without the big mo, you look and you perform worse than you actually are. I'm sure that we've, we've all been in that place where we've had days, we're not motivated, we have no momentum, you're making mistakes that you don't normally make, you're making emotional decisions that come back to bite you. When you have motivation, when you have momentum, there is nothing that you can't do or find a way to do. But when you don't have motivation, when you don't have momentum, everything's hard. Everything seems to overwhelm you. Everything seems to get the best of you. Everything is getting on your nerves. Am I talking to anybody on here? Listen, so when we're looking at the big mo from that perspective, then we've got to see that the big mo has everything to do with your attitude and perspective of life. Somebody write on the screen, perspective and attitude. <coughs> I need you to put that on the screen tonight. Perspective and attitude. The big mo has everything to do with your perspective of life and your attitude in life. Listen, if you hold a negative view of life and you're always allowing a negative dialogue to constantly run in your mind and in your head, then it's going to be really hard for you to get any kind of momentum to do anything and to make a real difference in your life. You've got to control the voices in your head. 
That's what the Bible was really, really, really talking about over in Corinthians when it says casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the, well, I hope this don't happen. Hope that don't happen. And the mind thinks in pictures. Right now, if I say red Carvette, those of you that know what a Carvette is, you see a red Carvette. If I say pink elephant wearing a tutu, the mind thinks in pictures. Casting down imagination. What things are you saying to yourself throughout the day that has turned into a negative dialogue that is literally killing your momentum? Now, in the church, we like to say, we're, I'm trying to get a breakthrough. I just, I just need to get a breakthrough. Listen, you can pray and you can have everybody praying with you until the cows come home. But if you don't have any momentum, you're going to stay stuck. They may be praying. They may be speaking in tongues. They are touching heaven on your behalf. But if you don't change your perspective, the Bible says, says it like this. If you pray and doubt not in your heart, whatsoever you ask shall be done unto you. But you've got to change your perspective. There's no need for you to pray and still worry about the situation. If you're going to, if you're going to pray, don't worry. If you're going to worry, don't pray. I got a question. I got a question. I got to keep moving. Brother Tim, God bless you, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I got a question. Which comes first? Victory and then the big mo? Or the big mo and then victory? Which comes first? Somebody tell me. I'll give you a moment. I'll give you a moment to look that one over. Which comes first? Victory and then the big mo or the big mo and then victory? Which one comes first? Let me see. Let me see what, you, what your answer is going to be. Because that's something that you need really, you've got to figure it out, out in yourself. Which comes first? Do I get the victory and now all of a sudden I got momentum? Or do I have to have momentum and then I get victory? Okay, Brother Craig says you got to have momentum first. Danielle Mathis, thank you so much. The big mo and then the victory, Dr. Hopper. Okay, let me get one more and then I'm going to give you the answer. Is there anybody who say you get the victory and then you get the big mo? Anybody else? Anybody else on that one? Okay, everybody's saying the big mo. Well, well, I, the, 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 the answer is really up to the individual. The answer is really up to the individual. There are some people that don't get any momentum until they get a victory. And then there's other people that get uh, momentum and that causes them to get the victory. So it's really up to the individual. But guess what? Neither answer is wrong. But, but, but how much more powerful is it that you can be motivated, that you can have momentum before you get a victory? My God, the Bible says for us, for the Christians, for those that name the name of Christ, the Bible said that we walk by faith and not by sight. I, I don't want to be the kind of person that can't be motivated unless something happens. Somebody put on the screen, not me, not me, not me, not me. I don't want to be the person that can't praise unless God's got a new car for me. I don't want to be the person that can't give God glory and raise my hand on Sunday unless I got a promotion of my job. The Bible said, I I will offer up the sacrifice of praise. Hey, Miss Gillespie, God bless you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Listen, I'm motivated just because God is still God. Have I got anybody out here that's motivated? Hey, Sister Jerry, another hometown. God bless you, Sister Jerry. Listen, I'm motivated just because God is still God. Have I got anybody on here that will hit that heart button that you're just excited and you're motivated and you've got momentum that can push you through every circumstance, through every situation? just because God is still God. In fact, yeah, now look, there's so many hearts coming up, I can't hardly see them. I'm motivated just because God is still God. I want to be that person that, 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 that I, have motiv I have motivation and I've got momentum just because he woke me up this morning and I'm still in my right mind. I, I, I give the testimony at church that I used to work in a facility with uh, with uh, ch mentally challenged and, and people that had disabilities 
disabilities. And there was young, one young man there that just woke up one morning and his mind was gone. I want to be, I want to be motivated just by opening my eyes in the morning. Is there anybody that can get that in your heart and get that in your spirit that I'm motivated just because he woke me up, just because he kept me just another day that the Lord, my God, I'm sorry. I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be nice. I'm going to try not to get happy. He woke me up this morning. David said in Psalms uh, 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 34 and 1, he says, I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise shall continuously be in my mouth. I want to read that one more time. That is Psalms 34 and 1. I dare you to put that in your big mo calendar. I dare you to put that in your big mo folder. I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continuously be in my mouth. What was David saying? David was saying, God has been so good to me that my praise is not predicated on anything that's happening. It's, it's not predicated on uh, my next victory. I'm going to praise him without the victory. Uh, that, that, that some of my best praise, God Almighty. Woo, I feel that in my shanana. Some of my best praise, some of my greatest motivation has been ignited. Some of the big mo in my life has been motivated. Where? Right at the point that I was taking an L. Come on, somebody. I dare somebody to put a capital L on the screen. There's been some times that my greatest praise, my greatest worship, it was not me on the mountain, but it was, I just had taken an L. I just took a loss. I just got beat down. I was cast down, but not destroyed. Uh, come on. I was cast down, but not forsaken. Have I got anybody that has taken a loss, but you turned that loss into a victory because it motivated you to get back up and to keep moving. It was in that loss that his strength was made perfect in my weakness. The devil thinks that he's doing something, but I dare you the next time that he attacks you, I dare you to remember this night and allow the attack to be a motivator. My God, somebody please put this on the screen. I must be dangerous to the devil. I must be dangerous to the devil. I need, I can't go no further to somebody put that on the screen tonight. I must be dangerous to the devil. I must be dangerous to his kingdom. If he keeps coming after me, I must be dangerous. Yeah, 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 yeah. In that loss, he stripped, my strip was made perfect. <clears throat> I had to lose some stuff. Sister Jerry, the marriage had to end. They had to repo the car, had to lose the job. It was in that L that I was strengthened. My God, because before the L, I thought it was about me. Before the L, I thought that I had, I, I can handle this. This is, I, I got this, I got this. But, but, but it was in that loss. My God, I must, somebody, I still see you. I still see you. I must be dangerous to the devil. I must be dangerous. But guess what? <coughs> The big mo practically guarantees that at some point you're going to have a victory. I need somebody to get happy right there. You may have been experiencing some loss in your life. You may have been experiencing some things that seem to be pulling you down, but if you can be motivated and motivate yourself and be encouraged just because he woke me up this morning. I'm going to praise him and get that momentum moving throughout the day. I will bless the Lord at all times and get that momentum moving throughout the day. I can guarantee you that at some point you're getting ready to start experiencing victory. My God, my God, we're getting ready to, and I listen, listen, please, please, 
Please don't have a mindset that it has to be a new car. Please don't have a mindset that it has to be a new house or, or a new job or a new boo. Come on. Please don't let it be something. But guess what? I, 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 I went to the cabinet and there was food in there. Y'all ain't talking. I opened the refrigerator and there was more than a cold light bulb in there. Celebrate the little victories and let it motivate you to keep giving God praise and giving God honor. And I guarantee you the big mo motivation and momentum will guarantee you there's no way God won't bless you and give you a victory if you can celebrate him at all times. Why? Because when you have the right attitude, when you have the right perspective, when you have the right motivation, when, when you know, when you know that you're on the right direction. You're, you're not trying to feel your way through it. You know, you, you know, we got some Christian, well, we won't know until, until we hit the sweet by and by. Honey, I ain't waiting that long to know if I know. I need to know that I know that I know that I know every single day that I'm sweetly saved. But when you, but when you have the right attitude, when you have the right perspective, when you have the right motivation, what, and, and you're headed in the right direction, you're creating momentum for your life. With motivation and mo and, and, and the uh, 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 the momentum, you're not so quick to quit. Look at your neighbor and put it on the screen. Somebody put that on the screen. I can't quit now. I can't quit now. <coughs> y'all, y'all, excuse me. I got a cough drop on the floor. I gotta get it. Somebody please put that on the screen. I can't quit now. I can't quit now. Matter of fact, some of you have been through so much hell, that, and, and you'd already been through so much, I don't even know why you're crying over what you're going through right now. Uh, somebody please put it on the screen. I can't quit now. I, I, there you go, Sister Shay. Can't quit now. Can't quit. Quit now? Quit over this? <laughs> over this? These present sufferings are not worthy to be compared to the glory that shall be revealed in us, my God, he's going to do something in me that I need to make it through this so what is in me can be birthed out of me. I can't quit now. I can't quit now. No matter what the trial, no matter what the circumstance, you don't allow yourself to stop or even slow down. I can't, there you go. I can't quit. I can't quit. I can't quit now. I've been through too much. I've been through too. I made it too far to quit now. I made it through too much to quit now. I've, I've been through too much hell to quit now. Hey, that's right, Sister Kim. Miss Sister Kim, now think if you would have just given up too quick. Judas gave up too quick. Y'all ain't talking to me. Judas was in the 12. When they sent the disciples out, Judas was in the 12. When they cast out demons, demons were subject to him in Jesus' name. Judas. But he gave up too quick. Don't give up. Don't slow down. That's it. Don't quit. Don't slow down. Listen. Listen. Let me slow down. Let me slow down just for a moment so I can keep the momentum going. Think about this. With momentum, a train, a locomotive, a train going 55 miles per hour can smash through a five-foot steel reinforced brick wall. Straight... Never even, it can smash through it, not even slow down. It can't be stopped. It can't be stopped. It cannot be stopped. However, please get this. The same train, same train, same horsepower at a dead stop. You can take a one-inch block, place it under the front wheel, and that same train can't hardly get started to move. 
five foot steel reinforced wall, brick wall, hit by a train, 55 miles per hour. It smashes through, doesn't even slow down. What did we hit? Oh, we oh, that must have been a bump in the road. Same train, same track with a block, a little bitty block under the wheel. And that same train can hardly get started. I need you to put on the screen tonight. What little thing is blocking me? Somebody please put that on the screen tonight. I need, to, I need, you, to, I need you to ask yourself that question. What little thing is blocking me? What is the little thing that's keeping me stuck? I got to identify it. Sister Miller, God bless you. What little thing has got me stuck? What little thing is keeping me from getting started? What, what's keeping me from making more money? What, Dr. James Taylor, what little thing is keeping my marriage from being better? What little thing is keeping me from starting my own business? What little thing is blocking me? I see you. I see you. I need you to ask yourself that question. What little thing are you let block you? What little thing is keeping me from learning more? What little thing is keeping me from being a better Christian? What little thing is blocking me? Now tell me why you need the big mo. Tell me why you need momentum. Because a momentum allows you to come up against problems and smash through them. It's when you have no momentum, no momentum or negative momentum, meaning you're going backwards. That's when you find yourself mulling over problems and, and, and getting in a pity party and trying to find other people that will agree with the mess that you're in. We have to get to the place. Listen, listen. When I was writing this today, the Lord dropped this in my spirit. We've got to get to the place that even if we have to move in a different direction, I'm going to move. The Bible said when you've done all to stand, stand therefore. In other words, if I can't go that way, I'm going to keep marking time. I'm going to move in another direction. Listen, God will never close a door without opening another one. He will never close a door without giving you another direction to go. We're always setting too long in front of closed doors. We're setting too long in front of doors that have been closed. And a lot of times we're off of schedule because when the door closed, that should be your answer that it's time for me to start looking for the next direction and the next door that God is ready to take me through. No more setting at closed doors. Somebody ask for somebody prophetically today. No more setting at closed doors. No more calling you when you've made it clear that you don't want to be bothered with me. No more crying over you at night when you said that the relationship was over. All of a sudden, you need to get the revelation. It is over. I'm talking to somebody tonight. Somebody better get that tonight. I need you to understand. You can't keep allowing things to stop you. When you think about all that God has already done in your life, all that God has already brought you through, why would you ever allow this to stop you from moving forward? Why? Why? It's not only stopping you from moving forward. Please think about it this way. It's stopping you and holding you up for your next victory. V-I-C-T-O-R-Y. Why would I let this? Why would I let this bother me so bad? Listen. I'm halfway done. Not only does the big mo make you look better than what you really are. It will also have a positive effect on other people that's connected to you. When you start 
getting motivated and you start building momentum in your life and you're coming to church consistently and, and, and you're not only coming, but you're worshiping it. Not only are you coming and you're worshiping, you're doing things in the spirit realm that other people don't, don't see you do. You're tithing, you're, you're giving an offering. You're praying. You have a, a routine Bible study and, and Bible reading that you do at home. When you're getting motivated and you're building momentum about the things of God, your relationship with God, you know what happens at that point? Your, rela your relationship with God becomes attractive to other people. God Almighty. Oh, somebody please put that on the screen. I want my relationship to be attractive. I want it to be attractive. When you are motivated and when you have momentum in your life and you start moving in the things of God, your relationship with Christ becomes attractive to other people. They want to know what is it that makes you smile when I know you ought to be crying? What is it that allows you to walk out of here with a smile on your face when they have worked every one of us like a dog today and 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 and, and there's no there's no hope about it getting better how is it that you can still do what you need to do I want my relationship listen I want my relationship with God to be attractive to other people I want it to be attractive to other pastors and I want it to be attractive to other leaders, not to the point. I don't care if you call me for a preaching engagement. That's what I, that's not what I'm trying to get. That's not what I'm trying to get. But I want to get to the place to where my relationship is attractive to the point that they uh, 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 begin to seek God for themselves to get closer to God. Nobody, listen, nobody wants to be around you shouting and praising on Sunday and talking about how good God is. But the rest of the week, your conversation is about how terrible your life is. Nobody. Nobody still smiling. That's what I'm talking about, Sister Jerry. Still smiling. Listen, listen, nobody wants to be around you. You praise, you sat on Sunday, tap all the chairs. We got to have 12 ushers just for you. We done threw all the throws on you because you in all kind of contorted positions in the floor, jumping like you getting deliverance. And then on, the, on, on Monday, you're back at work. And you're complaining about how terrible your life is. And everybody knows that you're a member of the body of Christ. Listen, if the big mo momentum attracts people to Christ, to your they're attracted to Christ because of your relationship. Listen, a lack of momentum, a lack of motivation has the ability to repel people from wanting to know the God that you serve. Oh God, I need to, it, 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 is the mic still on? Christopher Gladman, God bless you, sir. Good to see you, man. Is the mic still on? Can y'all still hear me? I need to, under, I need to find out, can y'all still hear me? If momentum uh, makes your life and your relationship with God attractive, a lack of momentum, a lack of, of motivation, and, and you're never happy, and you're, you never got a good word, and you're, you're always down, and, you're, and you're, something's always going wrong. That has the ability to repel people from wanting to know the God that you say you serve. Listen. The Bible says that when we fall away from Christ, that we crucify Christ afresh. In other words, us saying that we're in God, but our lives don't represent God, it crucifies. It's like taking Christ and putting him and nailing him on the cross and causing him to go through the same agony that he went through to get us safe. When we fall away, when our lives does not match that of a Christian, we bring Christ to an open shame. The Bible says it like this, a public ridicule. People don't want anything to do with that. Listen. Listen. You can't have victory without momentum.
You might not go into the game with momentum, but after you get in the game and you start winning, it starts building momentum. Teams win because of momentum. Many times the difference between winning and losing, it's not talent. It's not how gifted the players are. It's not how skilled they are. It's which team has the most momentum. Which team has the most motivation? What team wants it the most? Who's the hungriest? In basketball, in basketball, Dr. Craig, Craig Miller, in basketball, when when the opposing team starts scoring, when when they, you know, somebody that come down and got a got a the slam, somebody done hit that three-pointer a couple of times, that they're, you know, the momentum is turning in their favor. What does the coach of the other team do? What's the first thing he does? He calls a timeout. Why? Because he knows that no matter how big his players are, no matter how talented the players are, talent and skill many times can't compete with the big mo when that same thing with football when they get the running and everything it seems like they got an interception and now they're almost at the end time out because they understand they can't compete with the big mo listen this is the same thing that the enemy does with us he doesn't, he can't read your future. Sister Jerry, he can't read your future. He can't, Sister Shamika, he can't read. Sister Gillespie, he cannot read your future. <clears throat> Sister Shay, he don't know what's going to come tomorrow for you. But one thing that he does understand, he understands one thing. Like that train, it's easier to keep you from getting started than to try to stop you once you have momentum, if I can just stop them, if I can keep them from getting momentum, if I can stop the big mo in their life. Listen, you wonder, and we always talk about it, and I know at Exalted Word, you probably get tired of me talking about distraction, but you want to know why we have so many distractions? It's an attack against your momentum. I got to keep slowing you down because if you get too fast, you know what? I'm a, I'm a, you know what? I'm gonna get back in church and I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what I need to do. I'm gonna get back in. Baby gets sick. Now you out. I'm gonna get. Oh, I'm gonna get back in church and I'm gonna do a. You know, a, 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 a car breaks down. It's an attack against your motivation. It's attack against your momentum. He knows if he can keep slowing you down, that he can keep you. Apostle Eric, God bless you. He knows that if he can slow you down, that he can keep you from reaching what they call critical mass. Listen, critical mass is where the tipping point starts. That's where, when we're talking about momentum, the critical the critical mass point or the tipping point is when you have so much momentum that when you come to a problem in the spirit realm, you just run through it. It's like it's not even there. Last year you cried over it, but because you have the momentum in the spirit, you've been you've been on the prayer calls, you've you've been on in life group, you you you, you came to church and, and you offered up the sacrifice of praise. So here come a little little bump in the road on Tuesday. You you smash right through it because you're at critical mass. You're moving fast enough in the spirit realm. You have enough, for lack of better words, I know this mess up. You have enough energy and enough force behind you. That the enemy cannot stop you with this little stuff. Huh. I'm about done. <coughs> I want to give you six things. And I need you, if you can, I need you to write these down. I want to give you six things that you have to do to create momentum. We've talked about it. I hope you, I hope I helped you understand it. If I helped you understand what momentum is, I need you to put a one on the screen. Either that or tap the tap the thumbs up button. If if I've helped you tonight to understand why you need momentum, I need you to hit that hit that hit that that one button that uh, uh thumbs up button over there. 
I see some hearts going up. I see you. I see you. I see you. Listen, so out, lastly, I want to close this out with giving you six things that you have to have if you want. Hey, Donietta, God bless you. Six things that you have to have in your life if you want to create momentum. I want to give them to you. If you're ready, here we go. Number one, you have to understand the value of momentum. You've got to understand the value. You've got to understand the value of momentum. You cannot operate properly in anything that you do not value. Listen, you can be married, but if you don't value marriage, you won't be a good spouse. You can be on a job, but if you don't value the job, you're going to do the bare minimum just to get by, and you will never be promoted. You will always be passed by. You've got to know the value of what you're in. Do you understand? And I hope I've presented it tonight so that you can understand the value of momentum. So you got to under, number one, you got to understand the value of it. Number two, you have to figure out what motivates you. Remember, we said that motivation and momentum go hand in hand. They go, they go together. You've got to figure out what motivates you. How do Bishop Wilson, Apostle Wilson, how do I figure out what motivates me? Number one, what makes you cry? There's three things that's going to let you know what motivates you. Number one is what do you cry about? Number two, what do you sing about? And number three, what do you dream about? You want to know what motivates you? What makes you cry? What makes you sing? What makes you happy? What gives you joy is what that's saying. And what makes you dream? What makes you, what makes you go into that realm of imagination and reach for what you do not yet have? What elevates your faith is what it's talking about when it's talking about dreaming. When it's talking about singing, what gives you joy? When it talks about crying, what has your passion? That's what motivates you. You've got to know what your motivations are. Number three, so number one, understanding the value. Number two, figuring out what motivates you. Number three, you need to know and remove the things in your life that are demotivators. <clears throat> you got to know what the demotivators are. You got to know, you got to know. All of the nouns in your life need to be inspected. All of the nouns in your life need to be inspected. People, places, and things. Which one of these? Or which two of these? Or all three of these are demotivating me. Are there people in my life that are demotivating me? Are there places that I go that are demotivating me? Listen, I don't care if you are my brother, my sister, my mama. If I find out that coming to your place, you, I'm coming to see you at your place is demotivating me, I'm not coming. And things, what things do you do that can demotivate you? What songs do you listen to on the radio that has an effect on you and pulls you? What things do other people do when you're around them in those places that causes you to be demotivated? You've got to inspect all the nouns in your life, people, places, and things. So number one, number one, do you value it? Number two, what motivates you? Number three, what demot demotivates you? Number three, schedule a time for reflection and celebration. Listen, I promise as you build momentum in your life, you're going to experience more victories. I got a victory on tomorrow. I got a victory on tomorrow. I've got a new podcast that's coming up tomorrow. Uh, it's going to start tomorrow. Uh, I, 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 listen, I've already recorded all of January, listen, Leadership Moments with Apostle Wilson starting tomorrow. First episode goes up at noon. Listen, you can you can send questions in. It's going to be a podcast. I've already did, and I got, I, I had momentum, y'all. I was sick. I was on vacation, but I was motivated, and I had momentum, and I recorded four episodes for the entire month 
of January. Already set up uh, people that are going to be on the show with me for February. We're going to be talking about marriage and ministry. I was motivated. Why? Because I have been setting time for reflection and celebration. I promise you, if you do those things, you're going to have more victories in your life. And the more victories you have, you have to schedule times to celebrate. In other words, you just can't go from one thing to another. One thing to stop and celebrate. Stop and celebrate. Number five, this is big. This one is big. Recognize and honor people in your life that help you move the ball. Recognize and honor people in your life that help you move the ball. Listen, God didn't create us to be islands. We need other people. We need to learn how to appreciate and value people that 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 are 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 fire lighters in our life people that are 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 banner flyers in our life people that push us and encourage us we've got to be able to celebrate those people so number one let me go back number one you got a value number two what motivates you number three what demotivates you number four schedule times of celebration number five recognition and honor of people that help you push the ball. And number three, <coughs> number six, we're talking about three. Number six, practice character leadership. Practice character leadership. Character leadership is when you do what's right, whether it feels good or not. Character leadership is you do what's right whether you want to or not. That's character leadership. We got some Christians that don't have character leadership. Their lives is governed by how they feel. And if they don't feel it, they don't do it. And you don't understand it. Your feelings is going to send you to hell. You cannot move by feelings and please God. I love this. I found this. I found this and wanted this to be a part of tonight's lesson. Winners say, I will do what is right. And when I will do what is right. And when I'm finished, I'm going to feel good about it. That's what winners say. I'm going to do what's right. And then I'm going to feel good about it. That's what winners say. You know what whiners say? Whiners say, I want to feel good about it before I do what's right. And we've got a lot of people in the church that are like that. We got winners in the church that say, I'm going to do what's right and it's going to feel good because I did what's right. And we got whiners in the church that say, you know, I I, I want to feel good about it. I, I don't feel, I don't feel. And it, until I feel, I ain't going to do. Okay, so everybody's worshiping, everybody's praising, but you're not going to worship and praise because you don't feel it. That's why, that's why the scripture covers everything. I will offer up the sacrifice of praise. Believe me, there are plenty of times that I do not feel it. But it's a sacrifice. And as I sacrifice, and I go ahead and raise my hand. And by the time I raise my hand to give the sacrifice, because I don't feel like raising my hand, the other hand wants to go up. And I begin to give God what is due unto him, not based on what I feel, but what I know to be right. I'll close with this. You are the only one. You're the only person. You can come and listen to me every week. You can go and listen to all the motivational teaching that you want to. But you're the only one that can initiate the big mo in your life. You're the only one. You're the only one. For those of you that already have the mo in your life, protect it. When you get it, protect it. Listen, it takes less energy to keep the big mo moving in a positive direction than it does to stop from moving in a negative direction. Some of you have been on the playground before. You've been on the playground you have 
you have your your your, your merry-go-round. Once you first start pushing that merry-go-round, it can feel so heavy. It feels so heavy, brother Craig. Oh, it feels so heavy. But after it start picking up momentum, it's you can just stand there with one hand. Why? Because it's already got positive energy. It's already have it's headed in a positive direction. It takes a lot more energy to try to stop that merry-go-round. Get your life going in a positive direction. Get your life, your mind, your thinking focused on God, focused on the things of God. Move forward with him. And I promise you, the law of momentum, the big mo, will take you into places and give you victory in so many different areas of your life. Listen, I hope that you've enjoyed this. Listen, I want to put it in. I'm going to type it in. I hope that you guys will go and follow my uh, my new podcast. Now, what a podcast is, is a podcast is an audio um, uh, broadcast, but I, I'm doing audio and video. They're going to be 15 minute long. The format of my show is I have leaders that send in questions and I answer their questions. I simply give insight on their questions. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to have some guests that are going to come in and things of that sort. And we're just believing that God's going to really bless. So I'm going to put this in here. Wilson leadership. I hope I'm putting the right address. I'm going to put it in um, in the chat. And if you guys would, please, ma'am, please, sir, please follow, please share, please help help me. I, I do this for free, but please help me to promote this show. Uh, when the episode comes out, please, please post it to your page. Make sure I've got the right one. Yes, leadership moments. Yes, yes. So I just put the link in. Uh, uh, from where I am, it's working. I just clicked on the link, and it takes you to uh, my new website. Uh, and the the uh, episodes will be posted there each Thursday. Each Thursday. Matter of fact, Thursday morning. By the time you wake up, a new episode will be on there. So, give I ask that you be praying with me tomorrow for our first episode that's going to come out, and uh, it deals with adding value to other people. The question came from uh, one of the pastors. And uh, we attempted to give value and add value to him to help him. So I ask that you do go follow. And when you go and you follow, listen, I don't know uh, what. Um... Oh, thank you. Thank you, Sister Shay. Listen, when you go to the website, listen, you can choose to follow me via um, Spotify. I'm on Spotify. I'm on iHeart. I'm on Amazon Music. If you have any of those that you subscribe to, just hit the little button down here <coughs> for the particular one. It's going to take you to that particular app that's on your phone. Take me with you in your car. Take me with you. Put me on. Listen to me in your car. I promise. I think 15 minutes is going to give you some great insight. I just believe it's going to be really good. I'm excited. This is my motivation for the year to keep me moving forward. Listen. My time is up. My time is up. Remember, God is the greatest power, and you are absolutely, positively not defeated. Until next week, God bless, God bless, God bless.